0: I'm ready to do this. Let's kick it off. Uh, Welcome back to another episode of Marketing Management and Money. We are your hosts, Ryan and Ryan. And today we are going to be looking at a hot topic right now that I think is on most people's minds across the country, which is working remotely. Oh,
1: I thought you were going to say, where am I going to get my toilet paper? No. Oh, that was so three months ago. Right?
0: Uh, (laughs) How dare you bring that up? I still think it's funny. That's weird. It's still weird. And if you
1: missed our episode where we totally made fun of people stockpiling t- uh, toilet paper, I, I don't even remember what episode that was. I don't either. Like, we'll so say it was, uh, yeah. twenty-nine. Episode twenty-nine. <laughs> <laughs> go check. Out yeah, I don't know. And if it it's not that one,
0: look at it anyway. Probably. Now that
1: I've completely derailed this, <laughs> go ahead. Working remotely.
0: Yeah. So. Um, it was interesting. I had a conversation with a gentleman today who I've worked with for a little while on, uh, so I volunteer for our search and rescue team. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was having a conversation with, uh, this gentleman today where he hunts with a, a good friend of his that, uh, he thinks it's nutty. I mean, even before COVID happened, he, he is like, he was telling me his friend, he and his friend were talking about how it's, it's crazy that, here in Utah, people don't work remotely. Everybody drives everywhere. And this guy was from Connecticut, right? Okay. And so the company that he worked for, he's in IT, so it makes it a little bit easier when you're in IT to to come up or to work well with these kinds of solutions, right? Sure. But uh, living out in Connecticut, he's like, man, it would take me two hours to go 40 miles. Mm-hmm. And so – several years back, the company that he worked for this position that he's in, uh, they transferred their whole company over from taking up a whole building's worth of space to now they barely take up one floor and most of their employees work remotely. Mm -hmm. And so he says that most companies in the area that he lives in have done that now. And so this, this, commute that used to take them two hours to go 40 40 miles it now is a breeze because the vast majority of people work from home yeah or yeah. work from a, a virtual space, right? Well, and this has really been kind of thrust upon
1: us right now because with all of the quarantines and you know uh, social distancing, the, there's really been a big push by companies, by employers, by governments to say, you know, don't don't come into the office, basically yeah. stay home as much as possible. So my brother, he was kind of forced to start working from home. Mm-hmm. And it was interesting because with everything that was going on with, uh, you know, the pandemic, they, uh, they told them, they're like, okay, I need you to work from home. And we're not going to do cost of living increases this year. Sorry, guys. So he went down and he calculated it, and he figured that he would have taken, like, the work from home, the value to him was worth about twenty percent of his take home, and I'm like, "Are you kidding me?" Twenty percent. He's like, "Well, okay. There, there's the cost savings. So he he's about an hour commute one way, so two hours a day. There's the cost savings on the travel, and he's like, you know, wear and tear on cars, all that kind of stuff. You know, that that's yeah. a chunk of it. He's like, but I'll tell you where I really come out is the amount of time." because if you work five days a week, that's an extra 10 hours. And that's where he comes up with the 20% is he's like, it's, it's not in the money. It's in the time I get my life back. You know, he's like, I work 40 hours a week now, not 50 hours a week and get paid for 40 hours a week. Yeah. And you know, and so it's a big deal, but here's the challenge. So I've been talking with small businesses and I've been trying to work with them on how to be competitive right now because the markets have shifted. They've shifted dramatically and it seems like the little guy is the one who's really getting hammered right now. Yeah. And, you know, maybe that's because I'm biased toward the uh, small business, toward the classic entrepreneur, but, um, you know, the these large players are kind of dominating the markets and it, it feels like, at least here in the United States, it feels like all of the incentive programs are helping the businesses that don't need the help. And these little guys are like, you know, I was talking to uh, a friend of mine. She owns a yoga studio and she said, she's like, well, I, I was about two weeks from shutting down. And, uh, she's like, so far, so good, but wow, I I, I don't know, you know, and, and and it's scary times, and for sure, and and so you know, when you start talking about working remotely or virtually, everyone thinks, oh, well, that's that's kind of a, just a you know a big business thing. That's people that can afford to to do that. And I'm like, no, no, it's not. It's right. It's just it's business. Yeah, you know, and and if you are not offering you know flexible hours, remote working, then you're gonna start to lose talent because. They're gonna to want to go where they can get that. That mm-hmm. that two hour commute means a lot to. I mean, that t- to my brother, that was twenty percent. To your friend in Connecticut, you know that w- that was a, a deal breaker to him. Yeah, and you know, four hours every day. Yeah, yeah, it's a deal breaker to his company, right? <laughs> yeah, right, and it's nutty. I, I I can't even I can't even imagine. You know, being in, in those types of situations. But that's the world that we live in is yeah. people want to, they they want to have control of their lives
0: and they want to work remotely and, uh, yeah, you know. Well, and we've already seen here in the area that, that we live in, we've already seen uh, people choosing to live in different areas, right? Yeah. Because now all of a sudden they don't have to live in the big city so that they can have that quote unquote, big city job. Right. Right. And so they'll relocate to a more remote area or an area that suits them better for their stage in life or their needs or their, you know, things they're interested in. Mm-hmm. And they can still have that same job that they enjoy. Right. Mm-hmm. And, but also the inverse is true. All of a sudden, all these remote area people now have access to those big city jobs and so, what you're saying absolutely is true. So, if you are uh, a small business in a small area, and you have talented people, you're not just competing with the the salaries and benefits and flexibility and and types of positions within your geographical region. You're now competing with the big city jobs and the salaries that they offer and the flexibility and yeah, you know. And there's there's trade offs, there's pros and cons, but it. What I'm getting at is that, like you said, it's absolutely changed. Mm-hmm. The workforce environment has 100% changed. Uh, you know, and we could get into the pros and cons of whether that's worse or better or whatever. But the the biggest thing for me is that we need to do what we can to follow suit with the big businesses and, and adapt. and. Okay but, but here's, here's the problem. I'm, I'm, I'm
1: going to give a problem and then I'm going to give a solution. Right. Okay. So I'm going to use my, my friend who owns the yoga studio. And if I went to her and I said, Hey, you need to hire remote workers. She's going to yeah, be like, right. Yeah. YouTube.
0: Yeah. Well, no, th- th- I was going to get to that as well. It's like, there are so many businesses right now that probably have to already turned this off. They're like, nah, this remote work doesn't <laughs> apply to me. I own a restaurant. And I can't right. remote work for you know, <laughs> right? Can't teleport so, burgers. So, so so for those of you
1: who were willing
0: to give us a chance to
1: actually redeem ourselves, and you haven't uh, turned it off yet, uh, there are some things that that you need to be thinking out thinking uh, about as a small business. Mm-hmm. And the examples that I'm going to give are one of the most outsourced positions is the CFO, the person who does mm-hmm. all the finances. Oh yeah. And guess what? Every business has finances. If you don't, you're more of a charity, <laughs> a, a
0: volunteer organization. Yeah. Well, even even dial it back a little bit further. Um, so let's let's talk to the the small business o- entrepreneur people that you know. Maybe it's them and and two other people. Mm-hmm. You know, they are they're doing the finances for themselves, and they're. They're trying to manage inventory in this restaurant, and they're trying to manage these two employees that they have. They're trying to manage schedules and and all of those kinds of things, and the HR stuff that comes up between the three of them, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, there's still, what I want to get at as well is there are still ways that you can start to adapt and you can start to apply some of these principles of this new age that we're entering, right? Mm-hmm. Even in a business like that. Yeah, So, yeah.
1: And, and so uh, the, the first thing that I'm gonna say is I'm gonna challenge businesses to think of ways that they can offer, uh, you know, work from home options, flex schedules, those kinds of things, because it is a competitive advantage if you're trying to attract talent. And right. if you want those top employees, it, here's the crazy thing money is not attracting talent it's quality of life job flexibility family time all of yeah. these things i am seeing people left and right leave these high profile high stress careers because they want to have a more fulfilling life right and and so as, as an entrepreneur, if you're trying to, you know, get your employees to stay with you, to come on board, you know, offering some flexibility is a great way to do it. And so what are some things that you can do? Well, you can have remote work for, like I said, the finances. You know, you were talking about some of the HR stuff. Yeah, that can all be remote work. Uh, the marketing You know, I mean, you don't need someone sitting in your office to run your social media. You don't need someone sitting in your office to develop a website for you. You don't need someone sitting in your office even to put ads in the local newspaper. That can all be done remotely. Yeah.
0: I I have worked with a doctor that um, has worked with a a marketing agency in a completely different state. And... (laughs) Mm -hmm has great marketing. He has a great brand for, for a doctor, which I was really surprised at, you know, going into that situation. But yeah, yeah, concept right there, two or three states away has his marketer doing some killer work for him. And, and quick side note,
1: if you are, you know, like a marketing agency, or if you do social media, or if you do bookkeeping and you're not branching across the globe, you're missing the picture. Like, yeah. that's how business is done today. Right. And and so, you know, you need to be doing that. But yeah, that's but not what this look, episode is necessarily for, about.
0: <laughs> well, it kind of is, though. It's like, look for those opportunities. As a small business, look for the opportunities to, to do business differently, whether that's your core competencies that you are now spreading across the globe, or it's the way that you approach attracting talent, mm-hmm. right? Because, so in, in marketing if you are trying to understand your customer base or, 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 say, say I go in and I'm working with a business to help them create a customer profile or a persona. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're doing customer interviews and we're listening to what they say. The customer it's you'll, you'll see this all the time. The customer will say something, but they mean something else. Yeah. And so if they say, Hey, I want this and you deliver exactly that, they still won't be satisfied because you didn't meet that deeper layer mm-hmm. of what they really are getting at. And it's the exact same thing with attracting talent, right? Like you said, money isn't always the driver. Yeah, A lot of times for salespeople, people that love the commission-based structure, that is the driver. But even with that, I'm gonna challenge that because they want the challenge
1: as much as they want the money. Right. And and so, you know- True, e-
0: Even in that instance, it's not a hundred percent the money. Yeah, yeah. and so uh, I've seen a lot of biz bus- a lot of businesses, a lot of uh, business small businesses that have grown really rapidly. They've adopted more of this like modern, newer uh, company culture of like, and I'm, I'm gonna kind of come across as maybe not a believer, but this, this this quote unquote, we treat people like people and we have a foosball table in our office. And you know, those kinds of it's, I I get it. I get where they're going. You're so not cliche.
1: That's
0: just not, I know your jam. (laughs) I, yeah, (laughs) but they, I, I think it's great that businesses are trying to come of age, right. In, sure. And grow into modern times and adapt and, and whatnot, uh, by doing things like that, by, uh, there's a, there's a business not too far from where we live that they allow their, we live in a great area of mm-hmm. the country, right? Yeah. They, so they allow their uh, employees. If, if we've had a great winter and they you know, there's snow up in the, on the slopes or say it's, snowed the night before, they'll let their employees go up and have a a ski morning. And so they can go up and, and ski or snowboard for a couple hours. And the rule or the kind of the guideline is like, Hey, just try to be into work by before noon kind of a deal. And then they have the opportunity of like making some of those hours up or, you know, taking shorter lunches, doing some things like that. Um, what I'm, I'm kind of like
1: getting off track, but, but I actually, you're, you're leading into something that I really want to emphasize. And that is if you're looking at this and you're just like, okay, fine. I can outsource my marketing. I can outsource my social media, but you're like, I've got core in, you know, core competencies. I've got employees. I can't send them home. And it's like, well, okay, maybe they need to be there six hours out of the day. Right. Do they have to be there eight or nine hours? Mm-hmm. And can you allow them to have two hours to check their email from home? And, right. and you know, those little things, you might not think that it matters that much, but to a lot of people, that's a huge deal because I, I can tell you, when, when you start getting into the workforce, what are you dealing with? You're dealing with parents who, you know, they've got to take their kids to daycare and if they have to go at at prime, you know, prime time. Yeah, they're going to pay premium for that, right? And you know, if they can kind of stagger their schedule a little bit, work around when their kids are in school, and be home when their kids get home from school, so they're just like, oh, wait a second, you mean to tell me I don't have to pay for daycare? Yeah, exactly. You know? <laughs> it's like, okay, I will work for a fraction of what I would have taken because you just saved me thirty thousand dollars in daycare. Yeah, you know, and 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 so. There are a lot of things that as an employer, if you're willing to do, you know, even just do what you can, it doesn't have to be. And that's why I love that you brought up the ski day. You know, you you kind of felt like you were on a tangent, but I'm like, "Ah, honestly, that's where I want to take it, is that it's those
0: little things that make it so that people are like, I want to work here, you know? Right. And that's exactly what I'm getting at with. If you are a small business that maybe can't send your employees home, like you're saying, like look for those ways that you can um, offer value to Mm -hmm. potential employees, Uh right? And and I was kind of going down the the sales route, like some people may need to be incentivized by money, but maybe, like you're saying, a marketer who, like myself, I've said this before, I'm absolutely not motivated by money. (laughs) I am 100% motivated by freedom right? Yeah. Like yeah. flexibility. Like I will, I will work <laughs> for minimum wage and I will work I'll my, lock myself
1: in a cage for freedom. Yeah. Right. Exactly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, but there's, it's, it's getting at, it's not what people are telling you they want. They, it's not that they want a foosball table all the time. Right. It's not even that they want to ski morning all the time, but if you can understand, uh, what your employees, want or potential employees want, you know, it may not be, it may not be compensation that you need to offer them. You may not need to compete with the big city jobs in that way, because I I could, I could just feel it. There are a lot of small business owners that are listening to this or entrepreneurs that are like, I can't pay a marketer $90,000 a year to come work for me. Plus
1: benefits and retirement right. and, right. you know, and,
0: and, now,
1: you I, don't have to that's I, and, the thing and, and I want to I want to cover that as well we've got a few more minutes before we're gonna wrap this up and there's a really important uh, concept that that I want to bring into this episode and so if I may I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna segue into that and that is how can you get world-class talent at a fraction of the cost yeah well guess what we live in the gig economy and this is really really come about. I mean, there's always been people who will do contract work. You know, contract work is nothing new, but the ease at which you can find people to do contract work has exploded in recent years. Right. And so, you know, one of the interesting things is if you're running a business, you've always looked at it as, well, you know, I've got to pay full time, I've got to pay benefits, uh, you know, and I've, I've got to provide, you know, a certain amount of hours. And and I'll see these small businesses that they'll hire like a graphic designer because they need graphic design work done. But they really only need part-time graphic design work, but they hire someone full time. So they got like a graphic designer who is also, you know, stocking shelves. right? And I look at this and I'm like, well... I, You can go that route. Yeah, you can.
0: it, but there know, are other
1: options. Yeah. It usually doesn't satisfy either party because, you know, you're paying a premium for low skill labor half the time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, right. and, and then the person who is wanting, uh, you know, I mean, they might be getting paid what they feel they're worth, but then they're doing low skill activities that there's like, this isn't what I went to school for. This isn't what I, you know, I'm passionate oh, yeah. about. And, you know, and so sometimes that works, you know, there are a lot of people that they like the variety. There's, like oh i love it cuz i get to do what i what i love for half the day but then i get to kind of step away from that and and you know put my hands in in other aspects of the business and really you know have variety sure but if you only need part-time labor and you feel obligated to put bring someone on full-time just to be competitive use the gig economy you know just just yeah contract with someone from whatever country you want i'm amazed at how many people there are all over the world, talented people yeah. that- Even in Canada. Even in Canada. <laughs> just kidding. I love Canada. Wait, wait, I wish wait. I could move to Canada. I, I was gonna say, we, we've been talking about Canada uh, <laughs> outside of the show. Yeah. I, uh, I, I just did a whole thing. I did not realize Montreal is like the AI capital of the world or something crazy like that. Really? Yeah, and I'm like, Interesting. Who would have thought that
0: that's where they did, you know, artificial intelligence? The only thing I know about Canada is Ryan Reynolds is from there. So that's the only place on earth that I want to go. Cool.
1: I don't know who Ryan Reynolds is.
0: Oh my gosh. I, I, think, hope I, think every, he, I hope think that every. I hope he's an actor, right? I hope that every single one of our listeners just like did exactly what I did and hit themselves in the head and are like, "What <laughs> in the world? Who uh, is he, this guy?" He, he's an actor, right? He is. What does he play? He's exquisitely handsome and hilarious. Oh, me? That's Ryan Murray. No. <laughs> Not funny. All right. <laughs> <I'm> just kidding. <laughs> so anyway, if you uh, if if you're if you're thinking about moving to Canada, then if do you're it. thinking
1: about moving to Canada. No, just You can find talent. All across the globe. Yeah. And if you, if you hire someone at double what you would pay them per hour, but only have them work five hours a week, you just paid a fourth of what it would cost you. And that's only salary. That's not factoring in, you know, benefits, workspace that you have to provide, and it's amazing what you can do with that. So if you, as a small business, if you haven't, you know,
0: tested out the gig economy. Just try it. Right. That's what I was just going to say is, is throw that out as a challenge. Like, look at the way you do business and, and question it, right? Mm-hmm. Like just, I'm not saying like throw your business model out the window. Please don't do that. <laughs> but, you know, look at it and say, Hey, what else could work? And I'm, and just be hypothetical for a while and throw some ideas around and say, like you're saying, what would, would a gig type of a position work mm-hmm. in this aspect of my business? Or could I go to my employees, my current employees and say, Hey, I, you know, I know you're, I see this often where uh, an employee of a small business is also working on a side hustle. (laughs) And it's like, why not go to that employee and be like, Hey, I will, uh, I'm going to fire you, but (laughs) no, not really. But give them the option to say, Hey, I know you're working on a side business. I'll pay you more. Rather than keeping you on as an employee, I'll pay you more for a six-month period to help you essentially have more freedom and launch this business. Yeah, as and long as I get X, Y, and Z work out of you, we're good. It, you know what I mean? It, it's a very different way of
1: looking at it. And absolutely, honestly, you know the the forty-hour work week, eight you know eight hours a day, this kind of nine to five uh, concept,
0: which isn't nine to
1: five; it's
0: eight to five with an hour unpaid. Lunch. Yeah. Well, when, when did that happen? I swear, I swear on my life, sometime in my lifetime, it was nine to five <laughs> with a paid lunch, and now it's eight to five without a paid lunch. Yeah, I don't well, know when that happened. Well, so to, to put things into perspective, um, I believe
1: it was Henry Ford with uh, the Model T Ford that created the assembly line and yeah, really right. popularized the 40-hour uh, work week.
0: Welcome to our current education system.
1: And, and and so you look at this and I'm like, whoa, 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 you're telling me that this this was born out of like the 1930s? Yeah, A hundred right? years ago? Yeah, you know, I mean, there are lots of things that we did a hundred years ago. We, you know, when you went to the doctor, they like stuck leeches on you to get the bad blood out. And, right, and I, like <laughs> frontal lobotomies were all the rage. I mean, there's... <laughs> So crazy stuff. If you're still operating on a hundred year old business practice, <laughs> you're probably not the most competitive business out there. There's probably someone who's running circles around you. Yeah. It, it's time to step up your game and uh, you know get, get a little bit more yeah. competitive in, in what you're doing. Right.
0: I can't yeah. tell you how many farmers I know that don't own horses <laughs> because- quads and dirt bikes are way more efficient uh, and, and yeah. cheaper
1: and you don't have to uh, feed them when you're not riding them yeah yeah so with that we're gonna go ahead and wrap up if you own Sell a horse, your horse we still love you <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was gonna say immediately we both go there But uh, we appreciate you tuning in. Hope you enjoyed this episode. If there are topics that you want us to cover, you can reach out to us on marketingmanagementmoney.com and just let us know. Uh, we'd, uh, We'd love to cover whatever is of interest to you.
0: For sure. You guys are awesome. Thanks for listening.
1: Take care.